Countrywide on RTE Radio 1, sponsored by the Irish Farmers Journal, bringing 379,000 readers the latest farming news and the best of rural Ireland weekly. Just gone half past eight. Good morning to you. Well, the Minister for Agriculture surprised quite a few people this week when he announced that there definitively would not be a compensated cull scheme in order to meet our binding climate action targets. Among the people listening to Charlie McConlogue make this announcement was Professor Thea Hennessy, who, at the Minister's request, had spent much of 2022 assessing how many animals would have to go for agriculture to reduce emissions by 25%. At a minimum, she found that farmers would have to be paid to remove 200,000 cattle if the ag sector was to play its part properly. She was in the room during the week when the Minister announced that that would now not be happening. I spoke to her yesterday. So at the conference, the Minister provided an overview of the different measures that we were recommending as part of the Food Vision Group that I was chairing. And within those, we had suggested some incentivised reduction schemes for suckler cow farmers. At the conference, the minister said he wouldn't be progressing that as a policy option into the future. There will be no compensation scheme for destocking or reducing the size of your herds at all? Yes. So what we were proposing as part of the Food Vision Group is that farmers would be financially rewarded for reducing their animal numbers. Now, that received a lot of opposition from stakeholders, from the farm organisations, the meat processing sector. And the minister is saying now because of that opposition, he won't be pursuing that as a policy option. Anecdotally, though, there would appear to have been quite a lot of support at farm gate level for it. It seems that some farmers who were planning on exiting or reducing production anyway, and we know there has been quite a few of those in recent years, were looking forward to the scheme because now they get a financial reward for doing so. Does the agricultural sector's part or role in the overall national climate action plan now not make sense any longer or not add up if we aren't going to remove these 200,000 cattle? So the analysis that was conducted for the Food Vision report suggested that up to 200,000 cattle needed to be removed, even in a best-case scenario. So that was all of the remaining farmers adopting all of the measures that were set out. Now, the, there is a natural decline in the suckler cow herd anyway over the last number of years, and that would add up to the order of about 200,000 cows between now and 2030. But the proposal of the incentivised scheme was that that could be accelerated, there would be great, greater certainty and there would be a reward for farmers that are exiting. You can't rely on 100% of ambition being achieved in all of the other areas, so you need a little bit of extra wriggle room. That's right. So that was based on a best case scenario of everything else being adopted. Um, And as we know, you know, there are many barriers to adoption. Not all of the measures suit all farmers. And therefore, we needed to see that reduction in animal numbers as well. Essentially, a massive question mark over how you get to 25% emissions reductions without also taking those 200,000 cattle out of the system. The meat processing industry has said, it doesn't want to lose those numbers going through the factories. But if a recent poll conducted by the Farmers' Journal's Adam Woods is anything to go by, beef farmers were quite receptive to the idea of a compensated cull programme. Yeah, so we'd over 800 responses, um, which was a really good response um, over a weekend email, um, and and the results are are quite interesting. Go on. 
Yes, we asked them one question with three answers. Would they A, reduce um, numbers? Would they B, uh, exit production altogether? Or would they C, continue going as they were? So 16% said they would exit. Uh, 35% said they would choose the reduction scheme um, if it came in. Um, and 51% uh, said they would you know, keep going as, as, as is or, or, or drive on. So basically around about half of the beef farmers who responded have some interest in a compensation coal scheme. Yeah, and that's been, I guess, speaking to farmers over the last number of weeks, it's been quite a mixed response. You have some farmers, possibly towards the end of their career, uh, maybe smaller type farmers, that would have chosen that exit or reduction scheme. Um, they would have seen it as an opportunity to almost get a retirement payment um, to get out of Suckland. The Minister has now set his face against a scheme like this. In doing that, do you think, in your opinion, is he more reflecting the interests of the meat processing industry then than the farmers that you have heard from? What our survey would suggest, yes, there was definite uh, interest there around an incentive payment to reduce suckler cows. Suffice it to say, if you were of a mind to try and take 200,000 head of cattle out of the system, your survey suggests that there is, well, you're, you're kind of pushing out a bit of an open door. Yes, go back to the 50%. The 50% um, as, as part of that survey definitely would entertain the idea um, of, of getting paid to get out of sucklers. But they won't now be offered an exit scheme since the Minister's surprise announcement this week. I asked Professor Hennessy if, without those 200,000 beef animals being removed from the numbers, does the Climate Action Plan actually add up any longer? I think it's very challenging now because so much more needs to be done under the other measures. So the approach that's being proposed now is that the incentives are in place for the alternative measures for diversifying away from beef farming for going into organics or forestry or anaerobic digestion. But that's that's a big change, a big shift for many farmers. So that could be very challenging to achieve our targets through those means. What is challenging a euphemism for in this occasion? Does it mean, no, we're not going to hit that 25% reduction target by 2030? I suppose we can't say no for definite, but our understanding from the science at the moment, and as we say in the best case scenario, we need to see that reduction in animal numbers to, to reach the target. Professor Thea Hennessy there. One wonders, will this end up being revisited down the line?